0: Star Wars 7x7 episode 2474. It's another Mando Memos episode, and we're going to be talking about Ahsoka Tano today. Her episode and her appearance in The Mandalorian actually probably tells us more about things that are not related to Ahsoka Tano than it does about her herself. And I will explain. Punch it. <laughs> and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy and thank you so much for joining me for it. So let's consider Ahsoka Tano from the perspective of the entirety of the episode, The Jedi, which is chapter 13 in The Mandalorian or season 2 episode 5 if you prefer. So let's start by talking about where Ahsoka Tano is. She's on a planet called Corvus and as we see through the episode, her purpose there is really to try to get information on Grand Admiral Thrawn. This suggests by implication that she's there on a particular mission and not necessarily a resident there for you know any long-term purposes. And so the next logical step would seem to be that when Bo-Katan tells the Mandalorian that he should go to Corvus to find Ahsoka Tano, well... That kind of operates under the presumption that he's gonna go there like right now because she's there only for a limited time, really. Once she finds out what she needs to know, unless he's also on Corvus, there's no reason for her to stay, and you know that makes it all the more significant that the Mandalorian had to go to Navarro to get (laughs) repairs and whatnot before he could continue his journey. But the implication is that Bo-Katan may be in some sort of contact with Ahsoka Tano on a regular basis for her to know what Ahsoka's movements are in a more finite time space. And that also makes you wonder whether Bo-Katan has any particular beef with Grand Admiral Thrawn as well, but yeah, that would be something we'd have to consider another time. There's also the city Caladan, which, according to the Star Wars databank, is the place from which the Magistrate Morgan Elizabeth rules not just that city, but apparently also the whole planet. According to the Star Wars databank, it's also the whole planet Corvus is under her rule as well. And as we see in the episode, they are laying waste to the forest there, which, you know, we don't necessarily know the purpose of it, but you would imagine that it is probably, you know, some sort of mining operation, some sort of logging operation for materials and support. You know, they don't just (laughs) lay waste to stuff to lay waste to stuff. Yeah, I mean, they do sometimes, but not of valuable resources generally. Speaking of the Empire, or in this case, I guess the Imperial Remnant and speaking of this imperial remnant so one of the unusual things that was spotted in the episode and it's very faint and hard to see but on some of the you know on some of the armor that you see in this episode there are actually insignias for the 7th fleet and the 7th fleet is the fleet that's commanded by Grand Admiral Thrawn and so naturally you would expect this magistrate to have some information about that if she's got you know, 7th Fleet regalia in and around her purview. And I think it's fair to say that the Magistrate is rather high up in a knowledge chain because if Ahsoka is coming after her and asking her where Grand Admiral Thrawn is, if Thrawn is trying to keep a low profile, then it's very likely not a lot of people know his movements, know his location or position. And so Ahsoka probably also, by the time we see her in this episode, has been on the trail of Thrawn for a while. Because this is going to be something where she's going to have to trace rumors and you know whisperings and all sorts of other minutiae that might start giving clues before... You can make the connections to the people to work up a ladder of influence and so on and so forth. And so it suggests, like I said, <laughs> that Ahsoka's been at this for a while and maybe nearing you know, a significant breakthrough in her search. So that's what we can logically presume or intuit or, <laughs> or at least presuppose, if you will. How many synonyms can I come up with for this? Or Ahsoka and what she's been doing, you know, since we last saw her in canon, but there's also the element of her interaction with Grogu, and that is revealing in its own way as well. Now, just for the quick refresher, it's at the end of Season 5 of the Clone Wars TV series, The Clone Wars, not just Clone Wars, where we see Ahsoka leave the Jedi Order, and Season 7, the season that debuted on Disney+, Plus, shows us what happened to her after that and takes us all the way through the Order 66 implementation. So where I'm going with this is that... It seems like, just from the timeline, and, you know, we don't have it down to the months or weeks or days or anything like that, but that, comparatively speaking, she was not away from the Order for too long a time before Order 66 happened, which means that she wasn't a part of the activities in the Jedi Temple and whatnot. So, as she discovers, through her interaction with Grogu, that Grogu was, in fact, at the Jedi Temple... Two things kind of come up with this. Uh, you know, Because Ahsoka was not aware of Grogu. She didn't go, oh, wait a minute. You know, there was a little tiny baby <laughs> somewhere in the Jedi Temple that I'd heard about while I was there. And that's never mentioned in this episode. Doesn't mean that, you know, it's not the case. But it seems like a detail that would have been shared if it were the case. So this means one of two things. Number one, that... Grogu was either at the temple the whole time that Ahsoka was at the temple but his existence was being kept secret or, number two, that he was a recent arrival at the temple was found in the time in between her departure from the temple and when Order 66 was implemented. and. Just as an, another reminder, Grogu is as old as Anakin Skywalker. They were born in the same year, 41 BBY. So by the time we get to Order 66 and the end of the Clone Wars, he is going to be, oh, quick math, uh, 22 years old. Probably not much bigger than a Loth or <laughs> maybe. But yeah, it's... It seems like it's more likely that his existence was being kept a secret. That seems like the more likely proposition, especially as we are then presented with the two of them meeting in the episode of The Mandalorian called The Jedi. And that is pretty much everything that we learn about Ahsoka in the course of that episode, except for, of course, the fact that you know, a decade on from the events of Star Wars Rebels when we last saw her in uh, Twilight of the Apprentice and The World Between Worlds that she has become a much more accomplished light side force user, can't say Jedi. And you can also tell that she... Is you know different from the Jedi in the sense that the Jedi certainly operate under a principle of you do the least amount of harm as possible, and whereas Ahsoka is you know not trying to do the most harm possible or anything like that, she certainly is not operating with the same limits that she would have had she been a part of the Jedi Order still at this point. And there you go. That is going to do it for our Mando Memo episode on Ahsoka Tano and what new we learned about her as a result of the events of Season 2 of The Mandalorian and a lot of the stuff that we learned about because of her as well. And it just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for this episode as always and may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by lucasfilm limited disney or 20th century fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only star wars the star wars logo all names and pictures of star wars characters vehicles and any other star wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of lucasfilm limited Other respective trademark and copyright holders may the force be with them all original content is copyright 2021 by star wars 7x7 we hope you love it when you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year 100000 mile limited warranty you stop thinking about what you can't do